You tuned into Talking Business with Beverly, the show designed to provide entrepreneurs with clarity around their overall business through mind, body, and soul. Join our host, Beverly Walthour, as she explores the latest business trends to help you grow your business. Hello and welcome to Talking Business with Beverly. I am your host and business strategist, Beverly Walthour. And thank you so much for joining us as we support you, the entrepreneur, in getting the clarity needed in order to create time and financial freedom in your business. And we do this by not only addressing your business needs, but also your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual relationship and financial needs as well. And now join me in welcoming Roshanda Pratt to the show. Hello, Roshanda. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And so, you guys, when I tell you I am excited about this conversation, and so I I was sharing with her, I talked to her a little bit online (laughs) first. (laughs) And so, Ro, someone must have tagged her in a post, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, the Ro show and the visibility, oh, I have to go find out more about her. And so she's just an amazing, her personality is absolutely amazing, you know, her background. And so I brought her in just to speak with us about being an entrepreneur and, you know, increasing your visibility and your brand through storytelling and live video. But Ro, before we hop into that conversation, I love to play this game with my guests where I ask them three random questions. So are you game to play the game? You ready? Okay. Y'all heard her. Okay, she says she's ready. Okay, I'm going to give you an easy one first. Okay, what is one movie that you can watch over and over and over again? Easy, and I actually did this when I was pregnant two years ago. Beaches, with that I can watch that over and over again, and I cry at the same time. I'm about to say, so we just we just gonna just cry. We just when we want to cry, we just gonna pop that movie on in. Is that what that is? Okay, (laughs) make sure you scared the storyline. Yeah, it is. It is. Now let me ask you this: If you could be any animal, what would you be and why? (laughs) A koala bear. (laughs) <laughs> are so cuddly and cute. But I discovered a few years ago by doing a project with my kids that they sleep for like 23 hours of the day, right? But they are very whoa, whoa. vicious. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Did you say 23 hours out of the 24 hours? Is that what you yeah, said? They, yeah, they sleep a very long time. And wow. they apparently are very vicious. So it's not uh-huh. like this is the kind of animal that wants to cuddle with you. Like uh-huh. I'm vicious, like poke your eyeballs out, vicious. Interesting. So, all Interesting. These, all these years, I wanted to, to be a koala, and apparently, that says a lot about my personality. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. Let her sleep. Don't bother her because she will gouge your right. eyes out. Okay. That's that part. <laughs> I love it. And then the last question: Are you a morning person or a night person? Oh, boy, that is um, an interesting question. Um, What about, is there another option, like um, late night, morning person? Um, Oh, see, Hmm, let's go ahead and make that one of the options. (laughs) Right. I think I'm a late night person, definitely Uh a late night person. And that came from my years of working in television because Mm -hmm. when I started early on in my TV career, I worked the overnight shift. So I was always, mm. uh, you know, um, 11 to uh-huh, 11 the uh-huh. next day or 3 a.m. to 11, those Ooh. kind of shifts. So I've uh-huh. learned to work and bad, it's a bad habit. I'm really trying to break that and, and <laughs> get more sleep and go to bed like regular, normal hours. 
That that should go. Is that what you said? That should go. That's okay, goal. y'all. That's let's keep goal. her let's keep her in our prayers. Y'all heard her say pray for. Her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting ready to dive on into this conversation. And she touched on this just a little bit. But Ro, you mentioned, you know, I'm gonna give you guys just a quick little piece of her blurb. She's a storyteller strategist, live stream expert, speaker, television news producer for more than a decade. And so she equips influencers, media personalities, and organizations with the tools to tap into the power of their story, amplify their voice, and to monetize their story online. So, Raul, kind of speak with us about, you know, that shift from working in the industry when it comes to the television news to to the business Mm -hmm. that you have and kind of how did that one thing lead to the other? Sure. You know, that's a great question. I started in TV really in the fourth grade, even before I was really uh-huh. working physically in a newsroom. My mom and dad are from Trinidad and Tobago, and growing up in a West Indian household with immigrant parents to this country, my dad would make me watch the news as a fourth grader. So uh-huh. I grew up watching Peter Jennings, Tom Brokaw, Walter Conkright, all the old school guys. Back then, yeah, old school, there wasn't really women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially wasn't really women of color. Color. Really. Mm-hmm, Until mm-hmm. came a little while after. Mm-hmm. What my dad told me, he said, You're an American citizen. It's your duty and responsibility to know what's going on in your country and your community. I shouldn't know more about your country than you do. Mm. And he really sparked this responsibility and love for storytelling and really journalism. And so I started on this path from high school on through college of really pursuing journalism. And what I love about the profession, because even though I'm no longer in TV per se, you know, I always say once a journalist, always a journalist. Mm-hmm. Here's a quick <laughs> tip for your uh, listeners. Every day when you're on social media, you're a producer of content. So whatever you're putting out there to your viewers, to your listeners, that is your type of media warehouse. So if you're always posting the scams, if you're always sharing the, quote, fake news, that's what your audience can always count on, the kind of news that you share, right? That's just a quick quick insert. So back to the question. When I fell in love with this responsibility of educating people and telling stories that would prompt action, or advocacy, or a connection. And really that's what pictures and words do. Pictures and words make the perfect marriage, and that's what I learned years of working in television. And so it just felt like a, a, a natural fit to go from traditional media to this new thing called digital media and social media and then live video. And what uh-huh. I found with live video is that you have an opportunity to instantly build a connection with people and to build a tribe and community and also to sell to people. This is your chance, unedited, to tell your story. And I've seen huge success from it, from building a community and tribe that buy a book to getting speaking engagements to now having a regular segment on um, a television news program, to all of these things from just using the technology that's literally in our hand in order to amplify your voice and to monetize your story. Wow. Okay. Now, Ro, we're going to peel back the layers on what you just said because this is the onion she gave us, and she, there was some powerful stuff <laughs> Yes, ma'am. you just said in that. So I really want to hit on this because I, I, love, I, I love going live. I'm just like, give me five mm-hmm. minutes to put some chapstick on these lips and flip right. this hair back, and I'm good. <laughs> so I right, understand right. the power of 
being able to use the live stream to tell your story, but you said some powerful things in there, and I do want to, I want you to kind of expound a little bit on some of what mm-hmm. you said for those people that are looking like, well, Ro, I hear you, but it's easy for you because you were on television, or Bev, you have radio, so that's easy. What do you say mm-hmm. to that person that they do? They want to utilize social media or live stream, but it may look yes. intimidating for them because they don't have, quote, unquote, the background for that. I get that question a lot and I get that I get that uh, statement a lot. And I often tell people when they say that to me that you see the glory but you really don't know my story. in television news for 20 years, and the first part of my career, the, the a large majority of my career, I didn't like my voice, Bev. Hmm. I like how I looked on camera. Um, wow. I, I was very, I knew that I needed to be in front of the camera, but I was very, very reserved, shy, uncomfortable. I, it felt awkward. It mm-hmm. didn't feel like a safe place for me. And those times behind the scenes was really training ground for me because mm-hmm. I saw what worked and what didn't work. And I practiced a lot. And so when live video came, right, this was my opportunity to step in front of this this, quote, small screen, mm-hmm. and to share my expertise and my knowledge. And I was scared. I was uncomfortable because I'm like, I'm so used to being invisible, a hidden mm-hmm. figure, but mm-hmm. here God was calling me to be a visible figure. And guess what? I did it scared. If you're waiting for fear to leave, it's not. I did it scared because here's what drove me, and this is what still drives me today when I do live video, is this thought here that I am someone's solution and answer. And if my mouth is closed, they, they remain in pain, they remain um, unfulfilled, and their need is not met. I'm someone's answer. Did y'all so did you hear? Did my, you hear? <laughs> it's my responsibility to show up. I have a responsibility because, wow. you know, not to be deep, but mm-hmm. I'm a Jesus girl. He is talking about that we are the city set on the hill. And I don't know about you, when you go to places like New York, when you go to Vegas, city of mm-hmm. life, city that never sleeps, guess what? The lights are always on. Yes. Whether it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon or 2 a.m. They're not hiding their light. But if I'm the answer, if I'm the salt of the earth, if I'm the city set on the hill that can't be hidden, if I'm the one that Scripture says all of creation is waiting for me to show up, then why am I hiding my life? Why am I running into the closet? Why am I not showing up? Because of I'm getting so caught up in my head over perfectionism, what was said to me at eight, what I didn't do, what I don't look like, how it doesn't show up, and all of those things can be fixed. But the thing about it is, Baby, you just got to show up. You just got to take the first step and say, I'm going to show up. And I did that with a white wall behind me but a message in my heart. And the more I showed up, the more people were like, I like her. I like her style. I like her flow. And they showed up with me. So she just stepped on some toes right there. So those of you that are caught up, and she said it. And sometimes, you know, we do get caught up in our stuff or what may not. One of my eyelids, you know, eyebrows hiding. Right. Just make sure your background looks fine. You got hanging in the background. Did you hear what she said? She said she showed up with a message in her heart. That was one. Yes. 
went to her spiritual base of the fact that it's not about her. There is someone that's living, and I tell my people this all the time, like while yes. we're having this conversation right now, there is someone praying for the solution that you have. So they're that's either exactly literally right. on their knees, they're in tears, they're walking down the street praying, having mm-hmm. that conversation, whatever it is. Oh, my gosh. Right. So, Rose, you just you went ahead. That was, and, and Coach Bell, let me tell you the weight of that responsibility that, that was revealed to me. The weight of that responsibility is that when you don't show up, you turn your people over to wolves. We've got a lot of Periscope phonies and Facebook fakers. And we have a lot of people, and you know this, especially in the coaching arena, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of coaches. There's a lot of coaches of things. And mm-hmm. a lot of these people can't coach themselves out of a paper bag or out of bed in the morning, but they're a coach. Mm-hmm. So you don't show up as a coach, consultant, teacher, trainer, speaker, author, etc. You turn your people over to people who will show up like that, but they're not really their answer. See, there's a Native American proverb that says this, those who tell the stories rule the world. Here's, here's the thing about that. That story can be true or not true, but they still mm-hmm. rule the world. And how about if you tell an accurate story and you know that you can solve the problem and you know that you're the solution, but you are still hiding and there's some part of the world that you're not ruling. Whew. What, what what do we have left to say? What other excuse do you have? <laughs> she just None. shut down all the excuses. Oh yes. my gracious! So Ro, so okay. First of all, you guys listen to what she said. So once, take take it off you and shift it onto those people that you've been called to serve, no matter what capacity. That's exactly right. You're operating in as an entrepreneur, so that's the thing. Shift it. And so now, Ro, tell us. Like, how mm-hmm. do you support your clients in reaching their goals? Sure. You know, one of the main things is we have a mantra in our company, visibility is power, that you need to be seen, heard, and paid. And one of the things before you can be seen, um, before you can be heard, and before you can get paid, we have to deal with what I call the visibility mindset. You have to shift your mindset to being seen. You know, one of the biggest questions I get across the country speaking in my inbox, on Facebook Live videos, and especially when it comes to people I like to call kingdompreneurs, people Mm -hmm. who are Christian, who are believers, people of faith, Mm -hmm. it's this one question. I don't feel comfortable telling people who I am because I'm supposed to be humble. (laughs) Like, how am I going to be humble and tell people who I am? As if you are in a business meeting and it's just going to happen to the person by osmosis that God comes to the person and say, Beverly is your answer. Go to Beverly. Right? Like, I mean, saying it can't happen, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm saying that's not largely how it's going to happen all the time. You're going to have to open your mouth and believe as Scripture says that God is going to fill it, right? But the problem with humility is, is that we have a really warped sense of what humility yes. is. So we yes. say, I'm not going to say anything because I want to be humble. But no, that's really prideful. Ooh. That's you being prideful. Ooh. Because, again, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh-huh. He said who he was. Uh-huh. He asked the disciples, Simon Peter, who do men say that I am? That's his version of doing a Google search. Thank you. Thank you. Who do people say that I am? And he said, well, this person says this, and this person says that. Well, who do you say that I am? Here's the thing. He was doing a reputation check. Now, Mm -hmm. if Jesus can tell people who he is, what's your problem? 
<laughs> if it can work for the Savior of the world who said very clearly, I didn't come to do my own business, but I came to be about my father's business, then you understand that I humbly tell you who I am because it's not about me. I'm on assignment. Every stage, every live video, every platform that I take, I am well aware that I am on an assignment, Coach Bev. I'm yes. on an assignment. <laughs> and, it is, and, and, I, and I'm not caught up in myself because I know that when I open my mouth, God will fill it, and he'll fill it with good things. See, then I know it's not about me. Oh, so, Ro, hold on. Ro, we're going to have to give them a second to digest all this because, like I said, you have stepped on some toes. You have caused people, they would get ready to come up with an excuse and had to shut their mouth. So we're going to give them some time to digest this information. <laughs> so we're going to go to break. We're going to give them a minute to collect themselves off the floor. And we're going to continue this conversation right after these. That's- Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the worth specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. That's Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. That's Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month Leading on Purpose coaching and development program. We can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www.jwsmithassociates.com. Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The Free to Choose Forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. That's firstladynorma at gmail.com. Hello and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. <laughs> and I am your host, Beverly Wathauer. And so we were having such a powerful conversation before the break. So I have Miss Rashonda Pratt on with us. And so she's all about visibility and establishing yourself as that expert in your field, in your area, and just a master when it comes to live video. And so before the break, she stepped over all of our to- on all of our toes about just you know this false humility, humility that we have entrepreneurs, especially being you know the king of doers, and you know, just in the, you know I, I just I, I shouldn't have to say anything over here. And like you said, through osmosis, people just going to know how I am going to help you. She's like, no, you know, when you open your mouth, you know, you're asking to fill your mouth anyway. So that is him speaking through you, mm-hmm. and so it's not about you. And so, Ro, I think that our toes are okay, so we're going to continue with this conversation. <laughs> so, I know, you know that's stuck to hear. 
Yeah, I know but it's needed. It's needed because we talk about being, we don't want to be prideful, we don't want mm-hmm. to be. And I was there too. I mean, that was mm-hmm. one of my major fears, being very transparent here, is that I did not want to mess up. I didn't mm-hmm. want God mm-hmm. to look bad. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to get into, quote, my flesh. But what mm-hmm. I realized is, is if we spend so much time zoning in on that, then mm-hmm. like Job, the very thing that you fear will come upon you. And yes, my thing is, yes. if you got systems in place and accountability people and people who will hold you accountable in place, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. have the Holy Spirit, you mean to tell me all of those layers won't check you to say, "Hey, you're getting on track here. You, you yes. getting you getting caught up in yourself here." I mean, so it's almost like take the pressure off and walk in ease and grace into yes. what God has called you to do. Yes, yes, and then I say yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so and I pray that that now allows someone, you know, once, just like you said, to release that fear and that doubt and walk boldly in to what it is that God has called them to do. Exactly. Now, exactly. you mentioned you mentioned a word with this live stream, so let's shift and talk a little bit about increasing our mm-hmm. visibility, being able to, you know, tell our story, our brand story through live stream video. And, you know, pretty much, you know, all social media platforms have some type of way for me to, to, to do a live in some capacity or even if I don't do it. Well, let me ask you this question first because this just popped in my head. Yes. Now, you mentioned live stream. Do it, it, we know we can do live stream, but I also know I can just record a video and upload it into a, to a platform. Right. For you, is there a mm-hmm. difference between that? Do you recommend one over the other? Kind of talk to us about the difference between doing it one way over the other and then like the pros and sure. cons. Yeah, there is a difference. So, you know, with live stream, it's in real time, in real moment. So people mm-hmm. get to see you, quote, unedited. They get an mm. opportunity to experience you live, whereas mm. when you do, quote, what you talked about, static video, mm-hmm. they don't, it's already edited. You can finesse it, and you can do all the things. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's almost like this is already the finished product. You only get this. Whereas in real time, they get to experience you. They get to ask you questions. They get to engage with you. It's in real time. It's almost like I like to tell people that live video is your virtual handshake. That's hmm. my virtual handshake of me introducing myself to you because now you get to experience me for real. That's why uh-huh. it's so problematic with this live video platform for you to get on and do a live video and say, I'm waiting for a couple more people to join. Well, here's the thing. If we had a networking event, and you and I are standing across from each other, you wouldn't say to me, um, Rashonda, I'm just going to wait for a couple more people to join us here for this conversation. And we're both standing there awkward looking at each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But people treat live video like it is some anomaly and not like it's really a virtual conversation. That's yes. really what it is. So it's almost like you come into my house, I mm-hmm. see you there in the comment section, I'm going to greet you, I'm going to welcome you. So those are the pros and cons of doing it. There's not mm-hmm. to say you shouldn't do static video. I actually mm-hmm. encourage it if you're not comfortable with live video. But also data shows us that 80% of people rather watch a live video and 20% ah. would read a blog. So ah. you figure out what works for you and your audience. For mm-hmm. me and my audience, mm-hmm. They respond to live video. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so this is awesome. So once again, virtual conversation is a conversation. And so yes. <laughs> you touched just a little bit on some of because I, I want to talk to you a little bit more about some of the do's and don'ts when it comes to live streaming. And, you know, 
that person where we'll start off the person that's you know they're 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 doing their live videos you know they they're listening to this and like okay, Rose said virtual conversation okay I'm okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my first live. What are some tips and do's and don'ts that you have for those people that sure. you know maybe doing live for the first time or even if they've been doing it you know kind of some do's and don'ts from the expert when it comes to live video. So with live video, I always say start with the end in mind. And the end mm -hmm. is, what is the reason why I'm doing this live video? If you're doing it because, oh, the gurus, Rose says I'm supposed <laughs> to do live video, then you're already starting off wrong. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, what is the point of this? I want to be more authentic, engaging with my audience. I want to create a tribe or community. I want to get my brand out there. I want to control the narrative, my story, etc. What is the reason why you're doing it, right? Because uh -huh. that will help you establish what people can expect to you, excuse me, expect from you when they watch you live. And that uh -huh. also helps with your call to action at the end, okay? What is it that I'm doing? Why, why am I doing this? The other thing is be human. Listen, you got <laughs> blood pumping through these veins. You're not a robot. So don't sound robotic. Mm -hmm. Be human. Be real because that's what makes the platform authentically work. You know, as I said, authentically. Mm -hmm. Don't try to sound like anybody else. Um, don't try to be like anybody else. I think you should watch other live streamers and say, hey, I love when Coach Bev does that. Okay, mm -hmm. then here's mm -hmm. the thing. You can mimic that, but don't try to be Coach Bev. Yes. Because here's the thing that someone told me recently that blessed my life. You ready for it, Coach Bev? I am ready. I'm ready pen in my hand. I'm ready. <laughs> he told me, God is not duplicating people. Ooh. He says, we already have an Oprah, and we are very grateful. He said, but you're not Oprah, and you shouldn't strive to be Oprah. You should strive to be the Rosho Live. Thank you. I said, wow. thank you, sir. God's not duplicating people. Wow. I can look at Oprah and say, I like her interview style. Mm -hmm. I like her presence. But I can never be her because mm -hmm. he created her. So don't try to get in this space and sound like someone else because you know what happens with that? Oh, this is about to get real good in here. I'm uh -oh. telling you, what's going to happen with that is this. You will attract the client, but they won't be your client because they'll be attract, attracted to that voice that's foreign to you but authentic to them. And you won't be able to wow. really get the results you need to get for them because they're not your people. They're the voice of people that you're imitating, but they're not your people. <laughs> Whoa. Right? So that's oh, why it's gracious. so important for you to hone in on your authentic voice and be human, whatever that looks like. Because your people who are called to you, that you're called to serve, will be attracted and drawn to that. Let's think about Jesus in Luke chapter 5 when he was on the shoreline and the people were drawn to him. Yes. And what did he do? You ready for this? For all the people who are still naysayers about live video, this is about to blow your mind here. For all the people who still say, well, there's no need for, for media or video or the people who still like to say that it's the devil. Here is Luke chapter 5 account. Jesus got into Simon Peter's boat and said, push out from the shore because the crowd was too big for him to speak to them. So he used the waves of the water to amplify his voice. That's media. He got in a boat and he pushed out and he used the echoes of the water, his microphone, to amplify his voice. 
I give you a whole teaching, even about business, about how if you will let Jesus in the boat of your business, how he can tell you where to go fish. Because Simon Peter and his buddies were fishing all night. But once he let Jesus in his boat and he served Jesus, Jesus told him, no, let down your nets again. And there was more than enough clients, a.k.a. fish, that he was able to eat, and his buddies had some too. So you're never in competition with your brother and sister because there's more than enough business for everybody. For those of you running around here out there. (laughs) And I love, love, once again, you hear how she's looking for every little uh, reason, because you get a reason, it's an excuse, but you get the reason why. She's breaking it right. down, slapping those scriptures on with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And because exactly. I have to do this. Yes. Coach Ben, oh I'm, I'm telling your viewers, your listeners, I'm telling you all the same things that I had to do. I, uh-huh. had, to, I had to push through the fear of my voice. I had uh-huh. to push through seeing myself on camera and saying, that's what I look like on camera, which sidebar tip, you don't want to see what you look like on camera? Practice talking in your mirror. Your mirror never lies. Mirror, mirror on the wall. It will tell you exactly what you look like after all. So you don't have to sit there and try to figure it out. And then you can practice your mannerisms in your mirror before you get on live video. All of these things that I'm telling you is things that I did. And I had to dig through the scripture to say, Lord, if you're telling me that I'm not to be a hidden figure and that I'm a voice and I'm called to raise up messengers, then you got to show me how you did that. Yes. How you Ooh. use the media. The Ten Commandments, Bev, was a published book. Roe about to have so me run around this room. Who are listening, for all the people who are listening saying, I can't write a book, that's a lie. Because Jesus anointed ordinary men to write the book that's been a bestseller for centuries that we still read today. And he took Moses up on a mountain and he told him, write down what? The Ten Commandments. Oh, you write down this newsletter. Uh-oh, you write down this email. Uh-oh, you write down this book. That's what the Ten Commandments are, a published work. Ooh. I but bet y'all wasn't expecting all this. They were not expecting, bro, they weren't expecting you to come hit them with the scriptures like this. Bro, like, what else you got? What else you got? Uh-huh. Because here's the thing. You can argue with me all day, but you can't argue you can't with him because he's going to win. And if you, you ain't arguing with him, we got a bigger issue. Right? Yes. Yes and yes. Because here's why I'm so passionate about this, Coach Beth, because I'm tired of seeing people mm. who love God, who are called according to his purpose, who have great ideas, who, who love him and want to serve people with excellence and with integrity, but you can't find them because they're hiding. You can't find them because they're not on social media. For whatever reason. You can't find them because, oh, I can't do live video. You can't find them because they can't do a TV interview for whatever reason. And we're the ones who have the solution. Oh, my gracious. I'm passionate about that, that we should be the ones talking the most. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Leading the way. Come on. Okay. That's it. Let me... Let me ask you this question, because you mentioned, and um, I hope my, my, my listeners, I want to have you just a few extra minutes. Is that okay with you? Yes. Yes, okay. that's totally fine. Let me ask you this. Now, you mentioned that word, being able to monetize your life. 
what does that like, just give us a couple of tips one or two tips what do you mm-hmm. mean when you say monetize it and like what's one thing that I can implement to monetize my life I'm going to give you two things that you can do to monetize your life. I believe that nothing with God is wasted, and I believe that there is no wasted content. So one of the ways that you can monetize your life is you can literally take your live videos, put them together as a series and course, and sell them. So you noticed that there is some synergy in the live videos that you did, and you said, man, this live goes together. I did this one two weeks ago, but this one goes with this one, and this one goes together. You can create a three-course series, and people can buy that from you. Another way that you can monetize your live video, which I did this with my book, CEO of Live Video, you can take your live videos, transcribe it, and turn it into a book or an ebook. Done. Nothing is wasted. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So we are over here repurposing this content. So something that I, yeah. I did for free, you're now telling That's me I can right. then switch it up. Exactly, mm. and turn it into paid content. That's just two ways. There's many other ways, but that's two ways that you can do and monetize what you're doing. Mm, well, well, well. So she has come in here and just shut it all down. <laughs> so Ro has eliminated any excuses you have about going live. She gave us a couple of pointers on some do's and don'ts of what to do when you're doing these lives. And then she gave us two things we could do to monetize on our <laughs> That's exactly right. Because you should be seen, heard, and paid, Coach Beth. Right. Seen, heard, and paid. All right. So, Ro, we have run out of time. But I know my people are like, okay, Beth, mm -mm, you're not about to give us this little taste here. So I need to know. I need you to tell my people, email, website, social media handles, how can they find out more about you? Well, Coach Bev, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. I've appropriately stalked you. You know, as I said, appropriately stalked you <laughs> since the time we have connected online. And I love everything that you're doing and how you serve people. People can connect with me online at The Row Show. That's where I'm at across all social media platforms, The Row Show Live. And that's T-H-E-R-O-S-H-O-L-I-V-E. And if you go to my website, theroshowlive.com, right there on the homepage, we have a free digital download where you can get the first chapter of our Amazon bestseller, CEO of Live Video, teaching you how to connect and convert your live audience. Yes. Yes, and pick that book up because it's a great one. Yes. Thank so, you. So, would I tell you, thank you so much for coming and having this conversation with us. I really appreciate this conversation. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you, Coach Bev. I appreciate you, and I am so grateful for everything that you're doing in the space. Continue to let your big light shine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will have more right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back with more Talking Business with Beverly. Norma McClatchlin is a certified master coach and the CEO slash founder of Chosen Path Christian Coaching. The Free to Choose Forgiveness documentary has a call for forgiveness stories. If you have a story that will provide hope and freedom for those held in bondage of unforgiveness, we want to hear from you. Email your 10-minute high-quality video of you telling your story to firstladynorma at gmail.com. That's firstladynorma at gmail.com. Are you a woman who is ready to reclaim your she power so that you can become more bold, fierce, and free? Kimberly Brown, the Worth Specialist, can help you. My Power of Self program is designed to help individuals do just that. 
To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. That's Calendly.com slash Coach Kimmy B. Rachel Christina's Christian coaching firm focuses on women who are looking to solidify their identity, unlock their purpose, and unleash their authority as a kingdom ambassador. The Lifestyle Cleanse program focuses on identifying toxic behaviors and thought processes hindering your growth. The program will plant new seeds of truth and promise from the Word of God. To learn more, visit Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. That's Calendly.com slash I am Rachel. Are you ready to become the extraordinary leader who fulfills God's plan and purpose for your life? At J.W. Smith, we offer a transformational virtual five-month Leading on Purpose coaching and development program. We can help you discover your purpose, turbocharge your influence, and enhance your leadership presence. To learn more, visit www.jwsmithassociates.com. That's www.jwsmithassociates.com. Hello and welcome back to Talking Business with Beverly. And so we have now moved into the portion of the show that I call Beverly Six Figure Framework Tip of the Day. And so during this time, I just provide you with tips and strategies and resources that you can implement into the service-based entrepreneur. I am specifically a business strategist for Christian female coaches who are looking to create consistent revenue in their business so they're looking to increase their income and their impact without 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 compromising their Christian values and so these strategies and resources I've used in my business to generate six figures in the past two years in my business these are these are the same strategies and tips and resources that I use with my coaching clients you know where they've closed eleven thousand fifty thousand a hundred and thirty thousand dollars sometimes in a matter of days so this information works this stuff works if you work it <laughs> and so once again especially if you are a service-based business then you certainly want to make sure that during this time you have paper and pencil with you you know you shouldn't even put it up from the time when we have the conversation with the guests just keep the paper and pencil out and so you know with that powerful conversation that we just had with bro when it comes to visibility and live streaming and using that to tell your story I wanted to, to spend some time just talking about some do's and don'ts when it comes to online marketing. So this just goes perfectly with the conversation that we just had. And so for a lot of us, when it comes to the online space, and I'm going to specifically talk about social media. So we'll talk about using social media with your business. And so we have to realize that the way that we use our social media pages personally, especially when social media first came out, you know, those of us that are older and we have Facebook, and, you know, Facebook first came out, and you use social media just a little bit different <laughs> than you do uh, for your business, you use it differently than you do for your personal. And so you just want to ensure that you're not doing things that are actually hindering your business is actually damaging your brand. And so we'll talk about some do's and don'ts when it comes to marketing. And so, you know, first do, do when it comes to, you know, your digital marketing. And, and actually, let's expand a little bit. So th for those of you that have a website, uh, you know, having a website uh, presence is important. And so whether or not it's a full-blown website or whether or not it's a landing page that you're using for your website right now, you just want to ensure that your website is functional, is user-friendly, people are able to navigate that without any issues. 
any of that stuff. Like you want to make sure that people are able to do that. And um, you know, your your uh, website leads to your social media pages. You see what I'm saying? So you want to make sure that people are able to find you on social media via your website because people are going to investigate you first. So you you heard Rose say that she stalked me. I stalked her too online. And so you just want to ensure that your social media pages are on your website so that they can go over to your social media pages to find out more about you. And so now that we're on your social media pages, some of the do's and don'ts. So, you know, if you are using your social media pages for business, and even, and this is something that people kind of go back and forth, well, you know, it's my personal page and I should be able to do what I want to on my personal page, and, you know, I got a business page set up that's, that's different. Do notes that even if you have a business page, people can still find your personal page. So allow for that to represent you know, whatever you have on your personal page. Be okay with people saying, okay, well, if you're doing that over there on your personal page, although I see all the professional stuff over on your business page, you need to be okay with people making judgments about your business based on what they can see on your personal page. You need to be okay with that. There's no arguing with that, period. So take that room with it. And so now looking at your page, some of the dudes, once again, of course, making sure that the banner is clear and concise. It lets people know who you are. You know, it looks very professional. The pictures that you have as far as your profile picture, certainly make sure that that looks professional. Some other dudes, make sure your bio is in alignment. Like people can tell from your bio what it is that you do. So fully utilize those resources. And then some of the don'ts when it comes to your social media pages. One thing you do not <laughs> what to do. So I gave you some dudes. Please do not look spammy on your social media pages. Well, Bev, how do I look spammy? Well, you know, I don't know if my page looks spammy. Probably if you don't know, it probably does. <laughs> it probably does look spammy. But these are some things that you want to ensure that you're not looking spammy. And so I'm going to specifically in this case speak about um, the platforms that allow you to tag people. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, those allow you to tag people. What looks fancy is you tagging the nine people and they don't even know you. The only time you should tag someone in your content is if that person is directly related. So either they're in the picture or if you're doing an event and they're going to be at the event, but they need to be directly involved in whatever it is that you are tagging them about. It is very spammy to tag people that do not have anything to do with that event or that topic. If you are doing that, stop it. <laughs> you need to stop it because that is very spammy. So, yes, if you are doing that, I'm not sure who's teaching it, whoever is teaching it, if it's you teaching it or if you heard it, stop it because that is spam. That is not how you market your business because the thought behind that is, and the reason why people do that is when you tag someone, that your content now ends up on their page. So now you are in front of their audience. But once again, that is now making your brand and your business look bad. You are not looking professional. So you want to, if that is something that you're doing, please stop tagging people that are not a part of whatever that content is. Now, of course, those of you that are on, um, specifically on Facebook, I can speak on that, there is a feature that you can turn on on your Facebook page where when people tag you, you have to review it before it pops up on your page. So I have that feature turned on. So there is nothing on my page that I don't allow for it to be on my page. So I get to approve 
approved when someone tags me, I get to approve it. So if I approve it, you know, I add it to my timeline, make a comment, and we're good to go. If I do not approve it, the first time I just remove the tag. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm just going to, I'm just going to remove the tag. That's me in my spirit. But the second time you tag me, you know, and I, you, I may or may not send you a message, hey, you know, that I, I'm not sure why you tag me. I'm not a part of that. Please do not tag me in your content. And the second time you do it, I'm going to unfriend you and block you. Like, come on. You know, once again, that's not how you do business. That's, that's very unprofessional. That's very tacky. If you want to get down to it. So that is one of the don'ts that you want to, you know, make sure that you're aware of when it comes to using social media for your business. Another don't. Please don't have every single post where it's a promotional post. Buy my stuff. Buy my stuff. Buy my stuff. Every single I'm scrolling down and all it says, buy my stuff. Buy my stuff. Buy my stuff. That is not how you use social media to promote your business. Remember, Right now, you know, social media is free. So that is a free way for you to use social media, but you want to use social media to enhance your brand. So we're not creating every single post where it says, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. That's not what we're not. We're not doing that. But what we will do is use our social media to expand our brand, to get our content out there. And that's one thing that Ro mentioned when she was talking, you know, just the fact that with your, with your social media, that is an excellent way for you to get your content out there. It's an excellent way for you to become visible. That's an excellent way for you to tell your story. And so you want to ensure that you have a mix of content that you have out there. That makes a huge difference. And so I, I share this all the time with my, my private clients and my uh, group coaching clients. I show them like seven or eight different types of posts. So promotional posts are only one type of post out there. So that's just one thing you can do. Testimonials, that's another type of post. And that's actually a promo post as well. And depending upon how you position it, sometimes I have promo posts where, uh, testimonial posts, sorry, where there's no call to action, but it's just me bragging on one of my clients. And that will have somebody in my messenger because they see, well, wow, how were you able to help your client close $11,000 in four days? So I made to celebrate that client, and there's no call to action on there, but that's going to grab people's attention. And they're like, okay, you know, hey, it's, it's possible. So that is certainly another type of promo, and it may not even have a direct call to action for them to do anything, but they're seeing how you are highlighting your clients and the results that your clients are getting. So that's another amazing type of promo post. Another type of post that you can put out there is a tip. So what's a tip or you know that you can provide for your clientele? You know, that's an amazing way for you to show up as an expert. There another type of post that I love to use is current events. What's going on out in the world? And then how can you tie that? That's the key piece though. Don't talk about something <laughs> <laughs> and you can't tie it into your content and what it is that you do. Don't just put it out there because it's trending, but you want something where you can tie it in. So if there's some data, statistics, once again, a headline story, a news story, something that's out there and something that may be viral or whatever it is, you can certainly ride wave that and being able to put your, what I have to say, your two cent in <laughs> and kind of showing up as the expert in that sense. But once again, it's not just sharing the, the post and saying, you know, oh my gracious, you know, this is an amazing book, but you putting your 
two cents in making that connection between the content of that current event and what it is that you do and give your two cents on that. So that's how you can uh, tie in the current event. People love to see behind the scenes. People love to see you out and about. So there's sometimes we feel like we have to have all of our pictures have to be a branded picture or it has to be, you know, some graphic that we grabbed off one of these sites that have these, um, what do they call, you know, <laughs> the picture that we that we kind of grab off, you know, the, the paid pictures that you have that you're grabbing off these sites. It, it doesn't have to be that. Once again, it can really and truly, it can be a selfie. It's okay. So that behind the scenes or that you being out and about. So I remember uh, recently, you know, I had volunteered and I had to come and do some stuff for the radio show. And then I had a meeting with my academy. And then I had a meeting in a program in. And so I just talked about that. And it was a selfie me in the car. So I'm going from one event to the other. <laughs> And so that that's another type of content, but once again, it's all strategic. So it's not just the promo post, but that's just showing me an action, showing me in real life that, you know, I'm a human, you know, hey, I drive, but also just showing what a day might look like for me, but having that type of flexibility as a full-time entrepreneur. And so it's all very strategic, though. So that is another type of content that you can have out there. So that way you're not just having promotional posts out there. And then the, the last do that I want to give you, and it ties into what I was just talking about, show up as the expert. Show up as the expert. So as I stated, if you're to move away from just saying buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, but letting us know why. What what is it about that? Why should I invest with that? Why that and not something else? Why you and not the other person that does something similar? But when you show up as an expert, that makes a huge difference. That's why it's very key as an entrepreneur that whatever it is that you are selling, you have to ensure that you are passionate about it. Not because someone said join this upline or downline or because somebody said, well, hey, open your boutique or hey. No, you have to be passionate about it. Because you must show up as an expert. You are the brand. You are the person behind that brand. And so you want to ensure that people know and see that you know what you're talking about. So that's another type of way of having content out there. So that is what I have for my six-figure framework tip of the day. Just ensuring you know, these are some of the do's and don'ts when it comes to online marketing, specifically using social media. So I do want to thank you so much for listening in. Once again, I am Beverly Walthour. I'm a business strategist for Christian Female Coaches. I also thank you so much for joining in for this episode. I will see you next time. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Business with Beverly. Join us again 